You are listening to the Gromart Podcast. We've been really focused on formulating and engineering a diesel fuel that is right for our customers. Featuring experts in agriculture. We're helping our customers decide when's a good time to sell, when's a good time to merchandise that grain so that they can make a profit. And other system news. It's very important to the Gromark system to encourage the future of agriculture. The Gromark podcast starts now. Good day and greetings. This is Amy Bradford with the Gromark podcast, and we're talking with Mike and Teresa Turner today about heart health. And welcome, Mike and Teresa, and uh, we'd love to hear your story. My story starts um, on the morning of July 4th, back in 2018. And I went on my normal walk, uh, which is about a five mile walk. Uh, We were actually vacationing in the Ozarks that day. Um, There's nice trails, but of course there's hills down there. But but I usually don't run that much. But uh, on this day, I decided that I wanted to be back to the um, back and available by uh, 7 a.m. that morning. And so I pushed it a little bit. Uh, The route that I take, uh, actually takes you by a um, fire department and paramedics uh, facility and it's about uh, maybe a mile and a half from from where we uh, were at and so I, that morning I went by a beautiful morning waved at the paramedics and the firemen as I went by um, got over to where I was running down the hill to get to the to uh, back to where I started and uh, noticed that I wasn't able to catch my breath. I got to the bottom of the hill and actually Teresa was out on the deck uh, drinking her morning coffee and she saw me. So I, I lifted my arm up in the air uh, with my phone and, and uh, was saying something to her. She thought I was waving and she took a picture of me. I was actually uh, unable to catch my breath. I was standing there uh, on the driveway basically. uh, And I, I said, I, I think I need to sit down. And so I was going to sit down and I couldn't figure out how to get to the ground. So I turned around and looked up the hill. I just came down and that's all I remember. Um, and so I'm going to stop talking now, but, uh, that's, uh, what, that's where I, that's what I remember. So Amy, when I seen Mike at that moment, um, he, he did collapse. And I immediately knew something was horribly wrong. So I ran down two levels to get to him and assessed him, um, knew immediately that it was not good. So I um, hollered for help. I had, I think at the end of the day, when I found out I had at least three people call 911 for me. so I proceeded to assess him, started really initiated CPR immediately. And um, it didn't take very long um, for anyone that has had to do CPR. It is very exhausting. And uh, my adrenaline was um, high, I know, but still I was worrying that I wasn't having good compression. So I did holler for someone to come help. Um, I was very very lucky and Mike was very lucky that there was a lady, a dentist actually in the uh, condos nearby that came and assisted. And uh, we did CPR 
Um, I think for probably 12 minutes before the fire department arrived and um, they took over, assessed him, hooked him up to a defibrillator, an AED, and shocked him twice and he set right up. So um, from there, um, he got loaded into the ambulance, took him to the hospital there and um, evaluated him in the emergency room and took him straight in to get a stint put in. He had his Widowmaker um, was completely blocked, which is his left interior descending artery. Um, so that was the start of that. He was in the hospital there for um, one night, believe it or not, two days, one night. Um, and then we came back home shortly after and he had um, another one. His right coronary artery was 100% occluded. And we went to Prairie Heart Institute here in Decatur and had that one fixed. And um, that was done about a month later. And he is doing amazingly well. But um, it, it was really, he got lucky. Like he said, he was on the path. He, he went by the fire department and um, the, his stars, the stars were aligned perfect for him that day. Because, you know, if he would have been anywhere else on that walk, he probably wouldn't be here today because nobody would have been able to get to him quick enough. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we were just very fortunate. Right. So um, one of the, the things you, you said you uh, did CPR and you're a nurse by training, correct? Yes. Okay. So that was, that was very fortunate too. Yes. Um, not only had you had been trained, but that, yeah, that, um, that was CPR, but being a nurse, you knew exactly what to do. Um, yes. so, um, talk to me a little bit about, um, you know, you, did you have any indication that you, that your arteries were blocked, Mike, or was this just the first incident that, that you've had? Um, you know, it's hindsight. Um, I had had some warnings and I didn't realize what they were, Amy. I, you know, I felt like I was having trouble getting in shape. You know, you always come out of winter time and I, I try to work out and I ride my bicycle uh, several miles when I can. Um, you know, I do other types of workouts and that spring, it was just really hard uh, for me to get to where I thought I should be physically. Um, and I actually went to the doctor. The, it, it was literally seven days ahead of that heart attack. Uh, to get just a wellness check, you know, like I, I would normally do. And we talked about it a little bit and we kind of uh, looked at each other and agreed, well, well, my, you know, I'm just getting older and it's going to be a little harder to um, get in shape now. And uh, so, you know, I, I saw the warning signs, Amy, but I didn't, I did not listen. Um, some of my warning signs, just to, just to tell you, uh, ride a bicycle. Uh, my arms would go numb when I ride my, was riding my bike, and I never really thought in much of it. I thought maybe my posture was wrong. I was putting too much weight on my torso, um, you know, you, you name it. Um, so that was one of the warning signs that I had. And, and as I found out afterwards, there are several different types of warning signs. Um, also, you know, you come out of the winter and you have a lot of yard work to do. And I can remember one day, Teresa and I had spent a, several hours out in the yard cleaning up, was, you know, the landscaping, whatever. Um, and it was almost impossible for me to walk out of the backyard. I felt like I had bricks on my feet um, and I couldn't, you know, it was really hard just to get back to the house. And so that was, 
you know, something that, that I, I had done. And literally, as I think back on it, Amy, uh, I was out in Colorado the summer before, uh, and we did some hiking and went quite high in, into the mountains. And my arms and my hands were just like pain. And I, you know, it sounds silly to talk about that, but I just thought it was the elevation. I'd never been to Colorado before, never been that high. And people had told me about um, altitude sickness and different things like that. And I just thought that's all that was. Um, because, you know, I, 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 I actually rode in a, um, I think a Farm Bureau bike race and went 65 or 70 miles and, and uh, kept up with some very seasoned um, cyclists. Uh, but it, it just apparently wasn't the time time for it to happen uh and then the day it happened it was i don't know um it was not a over a really strong overexertion or workout um but it happened um and 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 my warning sign that day was just that you know if i couldn't catch my breath it just like i had pushed it too hard mm -hmm. and so interesting um so how has uh this changed your your lifestyle um you know, to address the heart health issue. Well, um, I, I've I've added a uh, a watch that will track my heartbeat. Uh, I continue. I went through cardiac rehab, and uh, that was one of the best things that I did. It took a lot of time commitment, um, but it taught me a lot of things: diet, uh, exercise, how not to push it too hard, um, and you know, that, that I look back on that, that was one of the best things that I did. Um, it taught me to, to watch my heart rate when I am working out. I know what a, 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 a the high ought to be now and, and when to slow down. Um, we do watch our diet, uh, maybe not exactly like they want us to, but it's, it's uh, more of a, like maintaining a certain weight um, and, and staying active, you know, uh, it's uh, it's one of those things that uh, it, it takes discipline and you gotta you gotta keep pushing yourself to do it. But we work together, Teresa and I work together to make sure we we try to to do the right things physically and with our meals. Um, you know, for example, you should eat more fish. Well, that's that's hard for both. I mean, not that I don't like fish, but it, you got to think about that. Um, eat more vegetables. You know, those type of things. And um, so it it takes. And, uh, you got to be committed to it. Right. Um, so if you could give a piece of advice to employees who are listening to this or anyone who is listening to this, what would you tell them? The, the main thing is listen to your body. Um, you know, educate yourself on the, on the warning signs um, and listen to your body. I, I've, I've tried to give an example where I didn't listen. Uh, I thought it was just because I was getting older and that it wasn't that, uh, and the doctors could, you know, if I, I would, I should have been more truthful when I, when I said I went to the doctor a week before it happened, I, I really didn't want to tell them how it really was going, um, because you don't want to, you know, I thought I was just getting old that kind of time, or you don't want to admit you're getting old or whatever. And, uh, so listen to the signs, be realistic about it, um, and talk about it. Uh, those are the things that I, that. I, I could say, um, and then, you know, in, even in my situation, they say that the next time there may not be, um, there may not be the same signs. So if it happens another time, it may, they're not, may not, may be different signs. 
plus the family history thing, that was almost um, one of those things that I was almost embarrassed about as well, because the one side of my family has had a, a history of heart problems. Um, we kind of dismissed it because we felt like, well, that's part of life. You know, you get to a certain age and and, uh, you know, it was later in life. And and so you kind of dismiss it. But that's that's still that's still a family history. Um, you know, we didn't have any 50 year olds that have, have died from a heart attack, but we've had 80 year olds, you know, or, uh, you know, and, and a history of, of, of having some like uh, my grandma had open heart surgery and, and she was probably in her late 70s, maybe. But she lived another 15 or 20 years after that. And so um, but those are all signs. You got to listen to them and you got to got to realize that they are signs. Yeah, well, and that's really interesting. I didn't realize that, you know, um, the signs can be different at each event. And um, so that really does reinforce the need to know all of the signs and then be truthful with your physician. We we did have, of course, you know, when something like this happens, everybody's like, well, I can't believe that happened to you. Um, but, you know, the one of the things we learned that there are some tests that are fairly inexpensive and there's one that's a heart scan is what we call it. Um, and it kind of looks for, I think, calcium buildup or something like that. It's very inexpensive, uh, but it's it's a peace of mind thing. And everyone in my family, uh, we, we made sure that they came up. And uh, we took them to the clinic to get their uh, heart scan. And fortunate, none of them have the same problem. Uh, we also had friends and coworkers that have all done the same thing. Um, and thank goodness, I don't think any of them have identified a problem, but it's a fairly easy test and it's, it's a peace of mind thing. And um, it's fairly inexpensive. Yeah, I've heard about those. And, you know, that would be an easy way to, like you said, just um, give yourself peace of mind that you're not going to have an event like this. There was one thing I wish I would have mentioned is sure. that for people to, if you have the opportunity, um, please, I, I stress the importance of the public, the general public to know CPR. Mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, you don't have to be a nurse, you don't have to be a medical personnel to know it, but it's so crucial in, a, in, a, in an instance where you never know you may need it, but it could definitely save the life of an individual. You've been listening to the Growmark Podcast. I'm Amy Bradford with Mike and Teresa Turner. Uh, thank you for being with us and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gromark Podcast. You can find other episodes on Podbean or on a supported podcast app.